We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome in to the pod is the roof, the official UNC basketball podcast of the field of 68. I'm your host, Riley Davis, joined as always by my co-host, Jacob Karabatsis. And we're riding pretty high right now. Just saw Carolina pull off a 191 win over Tennessee in Chapel Hill in the Dean Dome. Man, that first half was like the most exciting Tar Heel basketball half I've seen in at least a year, at least since the 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 run against Baylor um, in the first half of the 2022 NCAA tournament. That game where Brady Manick went off for like 30. Uh, JK, how are you feeling, man? What what were your emotions even watching that first half? Yeah, take me take me through the mind of a of a young <laughs> of a young Greek podcast producer watching his um, team. It was honestly like. First off, it was the complete opposite of what I expected. I mean, I was fairly certain this was going to be a mucked up, ugly game. Lots of fouls, lots of turnovers, just kind of what Tennessee does. Like, there's not – like, teams don't get Tennessee out of what Tennessee does. I mean, they played in Maui. Purdue scored low to beat them, 71 to 67. Kansas scored low to beat them, 69 to 60. Usually beat Tennessee with stops. I said on our podcast earlier this week, I thought the first to 65 was going to win. That's the part of this that makes me so excited is that we made Tennessee play our game. Mm-hmm. Like Rick Barnes led teams. First off, we scored 61 in the first half. That's the most the Tennessee team's ever given up in the Rick Barnes era. And we scored a hundred. I personally, I'm. Sh- it's probably happened. I cannot remember a time that a Rick Barnes led team has ever given up a hundred. Um, mm-hmm. maybe it happened early in his career or something like that. But I, I just can't think of a time it happened. There was just so much good. Like, you know, we can we can nitpick and talk about the things they maybe did wrong in the middle to end of the second half that kind of let it get close. Like. We can talk about how it looks like the Achilles heel of this team is going to be the 6'6 six, six to 6'8 six, guys who can do a little bit of everything. <laughs> Granted, Dalton Connect kind of does that to everybody. But at the end of the day, man, if you're a Tar Heels fan, like you cannot 
you can't come away with any negative thoughts from this game. This was an absolutely massive win. The offense looked incredible. So many guys did so many great things. And yeah, I mean, there's just really, there's no words to describe it, man. Like I expected us to win. You and I both predicted a UNC win, but I couldn't have ever fathomed that this would be the way we did it. Yeah, you were right when you said the first team to 65 would win. You probably had no idea that that team would have hit 65 with 18 and a half minutes to go in the second half. No. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm with you, dude. Like that first half, it's just the ball movement is so contagious. Um, I, I think Harrison Ingram and Elliot Cadeau are just – absolute game changers, style changers, culture changers, even for this team. Like neither of those dudes care if they score, uh, which is interesting because Harrison Ingram is just on an absolute heater right now. It seems like he can't miss. Um, like Elliot Cadeau said post game today that when he was a kid, his parents used to have to pay him to take shots because he always wanted to pass. And he had, 10 assists to get to tonight. I think he was over five from the field, but his handprints were all over this game. Uh, it's it's so obvious how they've rubbed off on their teammates like both Armando and Jalen Washington were making plays off of the short roll like they were finding uh, shooters in the corner like they, they both had assist to RJ that was gorgeous to see like Armando had a really nice pass to uh, I want to say it was like I might have been said Trimble cut into the cutting to the basket like out of the post. It's it's so fun to watch. Um, I haven't, like I said, I haven't experienced this amount of joy watching a half of UNC basketball since March of 2022 against Baylor. Um, even from beyond that, like I, I know I said on the last pod, and I'm still in my like press row attire, a little button down action here. But yeah, going to the game today, I, I live about 15 minutes, 20 minutes away from UNC's campus. And I have a little secret way I go across, like down through Finley Golf Course to come out like the back way to the Dean Dome. It's never crowded. Tonight there was so much traffic on that route. Like Chapel Hill was buzzing. There was a, the Dean Dome atmosphere was incredible, and it seems like this fan base is back in. Uh, it took a couple good showings in Atlantis to to win everybody back. It seems, and uh, I'm just I'm happy for the student body. I'm happy for the alumni that they got to witness this incredible performance. Like I'm happy for Harrison Ingram. Uh, like I just I love that kid. I can't say enough good things about him. He's an incredible interview, uh, an elite leader. Like every in every interview too, he talks about how much he loves playing for UNC. That, that he's living the dream. He said that repeatedly. Like this offseason, he, he's the perfect UNC player. Can do it all. Um, and he like he got some big time steals on Dal- Dalton Connect, which he did. No one could really, no really check him. He had that big steal in the second half when uh, I want to say Tennessee had cut it to six or eight or something, and he came up with a really clutch stop that that fueled a second run. Now, when we were going on the initial run in the first half, and he plucked Connects behind the back, I was like, mm. and th- the other Harrison Ingram play that stood out was it. It didn't even it. It was an inbound for Tennessee, but Connect got it in the corner. And Ingram just like he was in he was in the triple he was in the triple threat he jabbed a couple times went up for the shot Ingram got a piece knocked it out of bounds and it's like the intensity like it's clapping after every single play it's like he's up in your he's up in your face and he's energetic without being obnoxious about it he's just now now here's the ultimate question though because you know got to bring this up. I said it on the on the pod earlier this week uh, that, you know, after watching Atlantis, Harrison Ingram is definitely the best player on this team. And you said you were almost there. Now, can you confirm that you are finally there with me? I'm with you, dude. Like, 
he's by far the best two-way guy. And I, I look, if we're going to nitpick again, like you don't want to see Tennessee go on the runs. They did um, with like six or seven minutes to go. Carolina sort of started trying to milk clock, stalled the game a little bit, slowed it down when it worked so well, pushing the pace. And it wasn't pretty at, at the same time. Like I think Hubert probably realized this dude connects about to go for 40. He's about to give us a 40 burger. Like maybe this is our best bet to slow it down, trust our offense to make plays. And they had some good looks that didn't go down. Cormac, I think missed a corner three. Jalen Withers had that layup that he he missed. That was pretty open Um, to where, you know, you, you make those two open shots. You got a lot more breathing room just with five extra points. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're still going to struggle defensively, but I love that Ingram can use his link. He can use his size to bother these wings, you know, and I don't think you're ever going to look at him and be like, he's not leaky black and going to take the the best wing or the best offensive option out of the game, but he at least can get in a dude's way. Um, and again, it seems like with how many turnovers UNC is forcing, whether it's steals or whether it's shot clock violations, like they, they feed off of his energy. Yeah. I mean, He's the guy that it's like when you watch an NBA team and most of them, most of the good ones have two stars. One of them has to be on the court at all times. Ingram is that guy for UNC where it's like, as long as he's on the court, I feel good about the lineup. And Mm -hmm. surprisingly, one of my favorite lineups that they played was when Tennessee went a little smaller at the end to try to, you know, get more shooting out there and come back. And we played the Trimble, Cadeau, Davis, Ingram, Baycott lineup. That's such an interesting lineup combination. And, I mean, yeah, like Ingram, incredible. The freaking – the pass Cadeau made to Baycott splitting defenders in transition, like – there there has not been a UNC point guard that makes that pass since Kendall Marshall, and that is just a – pure T fact like Cadeau just gets better and better and more comfortable like 10 assists already in his seventh game as a Tar Heel like it's genuinely insane and the other thing I want to give Cadeau props for is his defense actually looked way better tonight the first if you notice early on in Tennessee sets they attacked him like Vescovy shot two shots on the first probably four possessions Cadeau tight contest two misses and then it's like the communication for him to be 18 years old and be this young and communicating like this on the court like a play that stands out to me was um uh, late in the shot clock Zakai Ziegler had the ball um Adu set a screen it was a switch you know they probably wanted to throw it to Adu, but they didn't have a lot of time because the shot clock was running down. Cadeau didn't even try to, like, body up. He immediately, like, communicated to Ingram, mm-hmm. got the switch, rotated out to the wing. Ingram took Adu, and they got the rebound. Like, mm-hmm. the little, little details that Cadeau – like, how special is this kid going to be in March or in February? Yeah, I mean, like, you're spot on with his defense. It. Like we watched the exhibition against Johnson C. Smith. Was it Johnson C. Smith this year? St. Augustine's Johnson C. Yeah, Smith. Yeah, St. Augustine's. Last year. We watched the late night scrimmage, uh, and he looked like he was going to be a liability. Even against Radford, he had some rough moments. And the fact that it's it's only been what three weeks, and he's I don't think I don't think you could say he's a liability. Like 
you know, he might be late on some closeouts. He might get caught in rotations. That's going to happen to every player and every freshman. But yeah, he he had he's so quick. He doesn't have elite length, um, which is going to limit his ceiling. He's not really going to be a true on-ball pest, but he's so quick that again, like he maximizes what he has. Um, he worked hard at it again. And I, it's funny you bring up his defense. I asked him about that after the game and he was telling me that part of it was just conditioning. Like he said, when he first got here, he didn't really want to guard because <laughs> it like he didn't he want to take, he didn't straight up say he wanted to take plays off, but that was the gist of it with like, you know, just conditioning enough. And I mean, he clearly has the physical tools to do it. He's played a lot of high level basketball throughout his career. Um, and, you know, he had 10 assists tonight, 0 for 5 from the field, but you and I both know he's got crazy bursts, can get by his man. Not quite at will, but a lot of the times, like, yeah, he's going to be really good come January, I think. And if you start to look at this team and you're getting anywhere from like 8 to 11 points from Cadeau, on top of what we're getting from Ingram, Cormac, Armando, RJ, Seth off the bench, Jalen Washington, who's been great off the bench, like – the ceiling gets so high for this team. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. As you guys know by now, we've partnered with BetMGM Sportsbook for this college basketball season. We're going to be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks and predictions throughout the college basketball season. And we are going to have special offers for you, the listeners and the viewers on the field of 68, each and every week during the season. If you haven't signed up with BetMGM yet, use the bonus code FIELD1500 and you will get up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager on BetMGM Sportsbook. Here's what you got to do. Download the BetMGM app. Sign up using the bonus code FIELD1500. Deposit at least $10 and place your first wager on any game. You will receive up to $1,500 in bonus bets if that bet loses. Just make sure you use the bonus code FIELD1500 when you sign up. 
And remember, BetMGM is now available under one wallet in select states. As a New Jersey resident, this is super convenient for me when I have to go cover games in New York or Philly. When cross the state borders, just log into your existing account instead of having to create new accounts in each state that you go to. And most importantly, I got to let you know, we do have some fun stuff coming up for this college basketball season. Bet insurance tokens, college hoops odds boosts, my personal favorite, parlay odds boosts. So download the BetMGM app today. Yeah, and man, it's there's just so many things like that went right in this game. Um, we talked about Mondo needing to be Mondo. He was Mondo tonight, mm-hmm. 22 and 11. The free throw shooting jump is nuts that he's shooting 20% higher than he had, than he has for his entire career right now. He must have gotten the lab and worked on it. But, you know, early on, you could tell what Tennessee was trying to do. They were like, we just, you know, we've watched Armando. We watched the film last week. He wasn't asserting dominance. They wanted to try to, you know, get tough with him inside, mm-hmm. play physical, and see if they could get him to back down. And it was the opposite. I mean, he was huge. Um he created a lot of second chance points. Even if he didn't get the rebound, he was wreaking havoc and like getting a hand on it. And it was a tip out, but I mean, yeah, he, he was back to being himself. And, you know, if Armando is going to play like that and RJ is going to hit big shots like that. And then you got Ingram doing what he's doing. They're going to be tough to be. Um, the depth is getting interesting though, because there, there's six like, really good guys that I think have to play every night. Mm-hmm. And then it's like Withers was awful tonight. Mm-hmm. Um unfortunately. And Washington's weird because I like when Washington plays like eight to ten minutes. Like mm-hmm. he scored seven points in eight minutes tonight and didn't miss Dude, a that, shot. But that like, pick and pop three he had was so gorgeous, man. I, oh, I need to apologize to Jalen Washington. I've called I called him a theoretical shooter. It's like there's no way he's gonna make him when the game start. Like Jalen, you're a great dude. I'm sorry. I doubted you. I was wrong. Yeah, like offensively, I mean, dude, if Jalen can just get like this much better on defense, that was the issue, man. Like they played the more agile of their bigs when Washington got put in the game, and it was like immediate four points for Tennessee. He got blown by. His foot speed's just not there. However, you know, I still think he's a spot guy that you can Mm -hmm. play 12 minutes, and he's get like – Dude, if you're scoring seven points in eight minutes, I mean, that's just like, that's pretty nuts. Now, the one that I genuinely think probably, like, I'm not sure if I see Paxson or Withers playing a whole lot of minutes for the rest of the year. Like, I get the idea of Withers because of the frame and because of the Mm -hmm. athleticism. He missed another open layup tonight, Uh, you know, and he just, I just don't think, it's there. Um, it's going to be interesting. I, I hope that he still at least goes seven deep, but I think ideally it's going to be Ingram, Baycock, Cadeau, Davis, Cormac, Trimble, and Washington. That's yeah. probably the group. Yeah, I think that's your top seven. I like uh, again. I, I yeah, they just got to get back to helping Withers simplify his game, which he did against Northern Iowa and looked great. Um, less passes from him, less dribbling. Let him stand in the corner, crash the glass, and shoot threes. That's that's what he's good at. Um, I want to. I would again not to be nitpicky here because like I'm st- I'm still riding high from that game. Uh, but yeah, I think it's eventually going to happen where you see Zayden 
start to cut a little bit into to Withers minutes. Like I think Zayden could emerge as that eighth guy um, who's getting more minutes. Only played two tonight, but I didn't necessarily think he did anything wrong, but probably just has to get a little bit stronger on the glass, stronger around the basket. Because, um, yeah, I, I, I just want to see him play to – I mean, he's probably having fun winning right now. So – but like you yeah. just you just want to show him that you're committed to developing him because when that portal comes calling again, there's no there's no intel on this whatever. I, like I'm sure Zayden's happy and loves it. like all indications say he's happy at UNC. Looks like he's having a ton of fun. But that portal comes calling and it just tempts everybody. So like you got to show Zayden you're committed to developing him. Um, it, it, but see that even speaks to like why I can't nitpick too much because even Zayden had one of the incredible plays of the game, which was the interior passing when he got it down low and threw the ball to Jalen Washington. Like, even that. Like, it it was just one of those things where, I mean, yeah. Like, and to to top it all off, a team that UNC just basically owned with their best player going belligerent just beat Duke pretty easily. (laughs) So, I mean, look, I just – I'm oh, just going to say night, this. It's a great I'm, night, JK. It's just, it's great. And I'm just going to say this. Of the three marquee matchups in the ACC-SEC Challenge, who's the one that stood tall on stood on business for the ACC? <laughs> it's these guys right here. I give Virginia their props, too. They smoked Texas A&M. But I, I missed that completely. They I was beat so them 59 to 47. Which Jeez, is that's like an old school Bennett game, <laughs> <laughs> and and so I'm just saying, man, like, watch out that ACC crown. <laughs> I'm All not right, like, we... look, it's it's possible, more possible than we thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll wrap us up. I had I had a couple more thoughts that I wanted to say. Really, just one overarching theme and this is something i talked about with our guy greg waddell on a sleepers media recap um you know if you if you follow either of us you know that those are guys that we love working with and do some great college basketball content as well um greg was saying through the month uh, through one month of the season he thinks he'd give hubert davis coach of the year and i don't hate that i have no problems with that i think hubert like I had some questions about this roster construction and it turns out Harrison Inger might be our best player. Uh, It turns out Cormac Ryan is exactly what this team needs. As far as a guy who moves well without the ball, who uh, just sort of has some of that, like it factor when it comes to being energetic and annoying and a pest and like just gets under other teams skin and riles up the team. Uh, He got Kadota reclass, kept him amid tamperings from who knows how many schools. Uh, And he, he, it only took him, what is this? This was a seventh game to give Cadeau 31 minutes and to even get him up to speed to where he's ready to play. Like Cadeau handled the, the Tennessee pressure like a champ in the physicality. He had zero turnovers, zero turnovers. Yeah, him and RJ having pressure. zero. And the other thing too, that, you know, Tennessee blitzes the hell out of all screens. And that usually is going to cause a freshman to turn it over like three, four times. And That's, in my opinion, probably the largest reason that the offense was so potent because they made the right pass out of the blitz, and then they made the extra pass, and even when we missed wide open looks. Like, it's just a thing of beauty, and I don't hate the Hubert take either because the biggest part of coaching is getting the most out of your players and confidence. 
Cormac shot the ball horribly at the beginning of the game. He still had confidence because Hubert instilled confidence in him. Ingram, the like they're obviously at some point Ingram is going to cool down from deep. That's inevitable. But I trust that he'll still be great and handle it well because Hubert has given him full confidence in himself. Like Mondo and RJ already had it, but the way that he's got these other guys rallying around for him and for this team with just a confidence that, like you said, we haven't seen since March. Like it it really is. It really is some special, special stuff, man. And like, I just got way more excited for UConn and Kentucky way more excited to see like, all right, now we're going to go play two top six, top seven teams. And we're going to see what's up. Yep. And I, and I'll close by saying this, if we lose to UConn and we lose to Kentucky, remember tonight, UNC fans, because don't, don't act like the sky is falling. This team is still good. Those are just the really good teams are probably going to be coin flip type games. Still think there's a chance UConn runs away with it. They're in the garden, and they're going to have a lot of fans there, and that team is just terrifying. It's going to be okay. Like There's still plenty of time for Carolina to get better and, and guys to grow more into their roles. Like, Do not panic if we drop those two. <laughs> Look at it like we need these games. We need these tests early because if this was our last tough non-con and then we had a cakewalk four games and then we got into conference, then you get to March and you have to play one of these teams and you're like, oh, no. But look, we need these games. These are going to be good for us, win or lose. And those losses are not going to do anything to hurt the tournament resume. It's like you're looking at two teams that are going to be at worst three seeds probably. So, guys, don't overreact. But do overreact to this game. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, well, as always, JK, it's a pleasure breaking it down. Keep uh, tuning into the pot as a roof. Make sure you subscribe on Spotify, subscribe on YouTube. Let's get those views up, get those channels up. Follow the Twitter, uh, the Twitter page, the pot as the roof, because we live stream through that and all the views help us. So we appreciate you tuning in and we'll be back maybe later this week. If not, we'll be back by like Monday or Tuesday next week at the latest. So. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.